this is Triple H 100.1 FM. Good afternoon and welcome to Rotary Matters. My name is Ian Stewart and it's really good to be with you again on this lovely, sunny, late winter, early spring day. Now, the idea of the programme is to put the spotlight onto some of the many worthy causes, the projects and the people who make up Rotary. Now, Rotary, as you may know, is one of the largest service organisations in the world. Its mission is to provide service to others, to promote integrity and advance world understanding, goodwill and peace through the fellowship of business, professional and community leaders. It's a non-political and non-religious organisation. Now, for some people, their first encounter with Rotary begins at school. As a Year 10 student, they may attend a residential weekend course, which is called RIPEN, the Rotary Youth Programme of Enrichment. In fact, we've just had one locally here in Sydney, up in the Blue Mountains. In Year 11, they may attend a week-long residential course known as the National Youth Science Forum, which is hosted at the university and designed to sharpen the students' awareness of science and their choice of tertiary study. They pay visits to local science-based businesses, attend lectures on science, undertake scientific experiments and come away with a deeper understanding of science, how to get into it and where it could lead. And another very popular programme run by Rotary for Youth has the acronym RYLA, R-Y-L-A, the Rotary Youth Leadership Awards and it's RYLA where our focus on Rotary Matters is today. Now, RYLA is a transformational, residential and really awe-inspiring seven-day programme organised by Rotary. And over the course of a week, the participants develop skills through challenges and activities designed to put leadership into practice in a supportive and encouraging environment. Along the way, they forge new friendships um, which last a lifetime. And it's a wonderful example of Rotary taking the initiative and recognising the important role that leaders play in the community. And all of that brings us to today's episode of Rotary Matters, where it's a great pleasure and a privilege to welcome two guests to the studio to talk with us about their experience of RILA. With me firstly is Georgia Loudon, an advisor in the Parliament of New South Wales, and Matt Cross MP, who represents the electorate of Davidson on the north side of Sydney. Welcome to both of you, and thanks for coming in to discuss RILA, the Rotary Youth Leadership Awards. I'm going to turn to you firstly, um, Matt, and um, could you give us an idea of when did you first uh, attend RILA? Good day, Ian, and uh, thanks for having me today with uh, Georgia to talk about RILA, and of course RILA stands for Rotary Youth Leadership Award, and I was privileged to go uh, back in the day in uh, January of 2008, and uh, it was held back then uh, over in Arcadia. And uh, can I just say what a transformational experience it was that that one week away. So, Matt, how did you uh, first come across Aryla and get the information about it? Yeah, well, the Waitara Rotary Club, which uh, now forms part of the Hornsby Rotary Club, uh, contacted me. They were looking for young people to, of course, attend Aryla. And every Rotary Club sponsors a uh, student or, or, a, or a recently finished student uh, and privilege that they, they were looking there. So you went in 2008. Um, how many other uh, students were there on the course, Matt Cross? Well over 100 people. And uh, the great thing about social media, uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, uh, many of them I'm still in touch with uh, uh, on those platforms. And was the gender balance um, 50-50? I'd say it was very close to 50-50. 
Yeah. And where did most of the students come from? You got any sense of uh, their backgrounds or the schools that they attended? Yeah, no, good question. So uh, we're a part of uh, a, a Rotary District 9685. I, I suspect that doesn't mean a lot to your listeners, but uh, essentially that's the northern Sydney metropolitan area as well as the Blue Mountains and Central Coast. So that's a really big Rotary district and it comes from all over and that was wonderful that you're meeting people not just you know just a few suburbs away but right across Sydney so many diverse backgrounds not everyone had gone to university some had gone straight into the workforce and you know as with our community the greater the diversity then uh, the the more um, enrichment there was. So there are a hundred of you you're at Arcadia you're there for a week Mm. Um, Tell us what you recall of the actual activities. I know some of it has to be kept confidential, so, so it doesn't, uh, <laughs> it doesn't um, inform people who will follow mm. you on the course, but is there anything you could actually tell us about what happened to you during the course of the week? So I'll say three things. The first is you're all put into small groups, and in those small groups you really get to know those people and can really share and listen to some really intimate stories. And in my small group, uh, if any of your listeners are... Uh, watch um, uh, some of the sort of more uh, dating type uh, reality shows. Uh, uh, Beauty and the Geek, uh, uh, Lockie Mansell, he was in my group. Uh, so it was great to get to know Lockie. And of course, I keep in touch with him now and amazing to see what he goes through. So the small, first thing is the small groups. The second is you get a lot of guest speakers that come. So the three guest speakers that I remember most uh, was Tony Abbott. It was before he became uh, leader of the opposition. It was, he was probably in his wilderness years. Uh, 2008. Was he um, Minister for Health at that time? So he had just finished up as the Minister for right. Health. It was at the change of the, the Howard government. So, you know, he was a newly uh, member of the opposition federally just before he became leader. Uh, the second was Bronham Bishop, who, of course, uh, represented McKellar on the Northern Beaches. And uh, and then we had the the Deputy Premier, the then Labor Deputy Premier, John Watkins. And all three of them, they really spoke openly. They held nothing back. Uh, so that was the second. And then the third, of course, was we had these real-life type situations. Uh, you know, one of them is, you know, what do you do in a car accident? Uh, another one was uh, you had to sort of solve like a treasure hunting type contest. Uh, but overall three, everything was focused about leadership. And for any listeners out there who know someone uh, or, or even themselves, uh, certainly has... Uh, aspirations to want to be a leader, uh, this is the program for them. It's very impressive that you've got those politicians Mm. coming along. Mm. I mean, um, they'd be busy people, like you or yourself, Matt, Mm. but uh, to devote uh, part of a day to come along to talk at Rylar, I think is a great tribute to the uh, reputation of Rylar and the impact that it could have on those uh, taking part. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think... uh, uh, Ryla has an incredible high standard uh, and, you know, for anyone listening out there who, who would think about applying, I certainly encourage you to. Like, you, you will learn so much in that week and, you know, I might even say that I'm, I probably wouldn't be where I am today without certainly that experience I got at Ryla. So um, did your experience at Ryla in any way inform or influence what you then studied at a tertiary level um, and the subsequent career? Mm. Well, I just finished my university studies and was looking for my first uh, full-time job. And certainly that encouraged me to continue to look for jobs that 
certainly I was passionate about, but second, that had leadership ability. And uh, the job I got only a, a week or so after that was my first political job working for then leader of the opposition, Barry O'Farrell, who, of course, went on to being premier. So if I hadn't had that experience at Ryla, uh, I might have started to look elsewhere. But it certainly was an inspiring week. So in a minute, we're going to be talking about Youth Leadership Awards, also known as Ryla, R-Y-L-A. Now, we heard earlier from Matt Cross, MP, and we're now about to meet Georgia Loudon, who works at the New South Wales State Parliament, and like Matt Cross, she too attended RILA. Georgia, welcome to you. Thanks, Ian. Okay. Um, before we talk about your RILA experience, tell us something about what you actually do um, on a day-to-day basis. What's your job? Well, it changes a lot day-to-day. Um, generally, I do a lot of um, research um, in relevant policy areas. So, of course, I would follow the news a lot, see what's relevant, um, really holding the government to account. So um, I do work for Matt at the moment, actually. So <laughs> obviously, um, Matt being a member of the Liberal Party, he's in opposition. Um, so, yeah, what we focus on largely is holding the government to account. And Matt's also the Shadow Assistant Minister for Transport and Infrastructure. So we do a lot of work in that space. So do you also um, service other uh, politicians apart from Matt? No. So I've I've previously worked in politics, but I've been working for Matt since he got elected in March. Okay, well done. So, um, uh, Georgia, uh, how did you find out about RILA and how did you get onto the course? Well, I was sponsored by the St Ives Rotary Club back in 2019. Um, Sorry, well, that's actually when they got in touch with me and Matt is a member of St Ives Rotary. And then I went on RILA in January of 2020. And so um, Matt explained a little bit about what his experience was in 2008. Tell us something about what happened to you uh, when you attended RILA. Yeah, well, because it's quite a sort of confidential program, I really didn't know what to expect going into it. Um, But it was a lot more impactful than I think I ever imagined that it would have been. Um, It's all very activities-based and you work very closely with all the people that you're there with. So I think Matt said there were about 100 people um, back when he did it. I think there were about 50 or 60 people in 2020 when I did. Um, and, yeah, similarly, we, we got put into small groups which were based uh, mainly around our age. So I was one of the younger participants. Um, basically, it accommodates anybody between 18 and 30 who's been at university for at least a year. So there is... Uh, a diverse range of people with with experiences. Um, yeah, some some are at uni, some have not gone to university. They've you know gone down other paths, or they've been out of university for years. So it's really interesting being put um, in groups of people who are sometimes similar to you, and then other times have people yeah from a diverse range of backgrounds and seeing how you'll work together. Uh, differently in different scenarios and possibly that's deliberately done by the organizers yeah absolutely to mi- mix people up from different uh, backgrounds walks of life ages genders and so forth yeah it's really based on giving you um a broad range of experiences and putting you under pressure in different scenarios and seeing how you react to it and i think you know this is my experience and i'd say it would be the same for a lot of others some of those experiences you find very enjoyable and others are quite challenging and they might bring out sides of you that you don't really like or that you didn't think would come out. So you definitely learn more about yourself and how you'll respond to situations that you wouldn't necessarily think would have arisen. 
yeah. we're talking with Georgia Loudon about her experience at the Rotary Youth Leadership Awards in 2020. Amet um, revealed the identity of a couple of his guest lecturers, guest speakers. Are you in a position to say anything about that? Um, I think I will not, That's just okay. because I went more recently. That's so right. they might be similar speakers to okay. what would be coming up. Well, it yeah. sounds to me like you might have Matt as a guest speaker one day. Oh, if given the privilege, I absolutely accept. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so your uh, RILA course was held where, Georgia? Um, it was on the northern beaches. Uh-huh. I can't remember exactly where. Is it Bell Rose or something yeah. like that? Yeah. yeah, I think it may have been. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, you were about 50 of you there. Um, so having attended the course and you met lots of new people, you made friendships, I assume, amongst yes. some of those. Um, and your decision to work in the state parliament or on behalf of the state government was Ryla um, influential in, in that choice? Um, so I actually worked um, in politics before that oh, before as well. That. Yeah, so I'd, I'd been working part-time actually in Paul Fletcher's office, so the federal uh, oh, yeah. MP for this area. <laughs> well, actually, I'm not sure if we're in Bradfield or, or Barrow mm, right now. But yeah, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'd been working in his office part-time for about a year at that point. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely didn't think at that point in my life, being relatively early on in my uni days. Um, I didn't think that I would uh, pursue a career in politics long term. Um, I think I sort of always pictured it as you know, very combative and you have to be a really big personality and a lead from the front kind of person um, to be in that career. Um, and I don't think I'm a very um, lead from the front person. I'm more of a lead from behind person. Um, but being on Riley, you learn that they're you know, leadership looks like many different things um, and you don't have to be, you know, the person at the front all the time to be a leader. Um, and so it definitely made me reflect on um, the way that I can be a leader um, and it made me feel more confident in myself and, yeah, I guess I felt more comfortable staying in the political space and so I really enjoy it, yeah. Um, what would you say, Georgia, to anybody um, contemplating Ryla? or at school, or even at university now, part of the sort of the target age group, what would you say to them about um, the value that you got out of it all? Oh, I would say it's absolutely worth doing. Yep. Especially if you're um, a little bit unsure about where you're at in life, you're not really sure. Um, I, I think what Ryla makes you think most about is your values, um, your strengths and weaknesses, and your leadership style. And so I think if you're somebody who's questioning any of those things, you'd get so much out of it. Right, yeah. right. And so, Matt, you're in charge of the youth portfolio at St Ives Rotary Club. Um, and just tell us something about what that entails. Yeah, it's a really good question. I, I, look, you did mention some of the youth programs that are on offer from Rotary from the district. And so it's making sure that we're able to nominate local people to then send them to these programs. So Ripon was one of them that you mentioned. The second one is Ryla. Uh, there's also a United Nations model uh, that's for school students uh, aged 15. Uh, and the great thing what the clubs do is we're actually able to sponsor people to attend. Uh, uh, sadly, you know, money does not grow on trees, so we do need to have uh, financial support, and that's what the clubs offer. And so when we're doing uh, fundraising, you know, with the Bunnings Barbecue, um, our St. Ives Food and Wine Festival that's coming up, uh, of course, 
we're raising funds to make sure that we can send young people to these programs. And the final thing I will say is uh, Kuringai Council in recent times has contacted our club to support them at the St Ives Skate Park by putting on a barbecue. So credit again to the St Ives Rotary Club who had volunteers out there in July uh, to help young people who, you know, good on them. They're out there having a skate out in the fresh air, not, you know, sitting at home behind, uh, you know, the computer in front of the TV. Uh, and so it's amazing the opportunities that, that Rotary give to young people. And, and if you're tuning in for the first time, um, literally within a 10k radius of where we are in Hornsby here, I can think of at least half a dozen Rotary clubs. Mm. There's Taramurra, there's St Ives, there's Orunga, there's Karingai, there's Hornsby, um, and Barara just further up the hill. So you don't have to go very far to find a Rotary club. And if you know somebody who you think might have the potential uh, to benefit from the Rotary Youth Leadership Awards course, simply contact your local Rotary club and ask them about the possibilities of getting sponsorship in the same way that Matt Cross, our guest today, um, was able to recruit uh, Georgia to go 